Hello and welcome to Birth Trauma Training for Birth Workers. I'm your host, Dr. Erin Bow, clinical psychologist and coach, mother of two traumatic births myself. This podcast is all about helping the helpers and supporting and training birth workers to feel connected and confident to navigate birth trauma. Advocacy and activism starts with conversations. My legacy is not going to be one of sitting around and saying, oh, well, that's just the way birth is. We can't change the system. Let's raise our voices while raising our vibrations. Trauma work isn't all dark and shadow. We can find light in without making light off. I want you to find growth, passion and purpose. Go back to the love, the joy, humanity that brought you to birth work in the first place. This podcast is also available in video format where guests have said, yes, let me be visible. Head on over to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Erin Baum. Now, before we start, if you've been enjoying this podcast and you're listening on iTunes, can you hit pause for a second and leave me a review? I want these stories and support and messages of hope and growth to reach as many people who are interested in birth as I possibly can. Now, to do this, I need reviews. Reviews help the algorithm and they show the podcast to more people. There is no money in this for me. This podcast is just a small part of me being the change I want to see. It's also an excuse for me to shift out of mum life for, you know, an hour or so and have meaningful conversations with other grown-ups who are not quite as invested in fart jokes and Paw Patrol. I love stories. This is why I do what I do. This is why I do this podcast. Sharing stories can be such soul medicine. I really do believe that as healers and helpers, we cannot walk this path alone. We need support, a sounding board, and a circle, either a physical one or a metaphorical one for storytelling. So with everything that's going on, those of you who have been following the birth trauma training course, it's going to change because everything else in the world is changing at the moment. But it's a good change. Um, And I've decided to, I guess, just cut my losses a bit and let go of the idea of building a business around this course and instead just have the information and the support accessible because ultimately that's what I want to do. Making some profit from it would be awesome, but I can't have information that needs to be out there just sitting there while people cannot afford to access it. So what I'm going to do, I've decided overnight, is to take it off the platform that it's on at the moment, which is costing me about $300 a month to host it there, and put it onto a free hosting platform and then just drop the price to make it way more accessible. So what will happen Um, is that I'll have two courses. So you can do the birth trauma training for birth workers course, which is much bigger. It's much more comprehensive, but you know what? It is what it is. I would rather be the old nana on my deathbed lying there going, oh, I managed to help some people. I managed to get people support and the training that they needed, particularly in this time of crisis when my heart feels that birth trauma is going to get worse. It's going to get a whole lot fucking worse before it gets better and it just breaks my heart because we deserve better parents deserve better birth workers deserve better so yes I am crying because I'm emotional about it um 
And it's not because of the loss of business, loss of income or loss of anything like that. It's because I know how shit things are going to get for people. And so if there's anything I can do to make it more affordable, make it more accessible, that's what I want to do. That's what that's what I set out to do all along. So bear with me while I get the two courses out there. The birth trauma training for birth workers is already filmed, edited, shot. It's done. I just need to move the platform over. And the other one will be just for parents, um, just a series of coping tools and strategies to get them through that will be self-paced. It's obviously not the same as therapy. It's not the same as having one-to-one access to me, but it's something. And so both of those options will be super affordable, super accessible, and then I can kind of feel (laughs) a little bit better knowing that at least I've done you know, what I can. Um, and we'll just see what happens. So, uh, as I said, bear with me, be patient while I try and move that stuff over. I've got really reduced work hours because I didn't have childcare and all the things that is going on for everybody else. So I will get to it when I can. I will make sure that I announce that when it's all up and ready to go. So thanks for sticking with me. If you've ever wanted to do that course, and it's not been affordable and it's not been accessible, now is the time to do it. So thanks. Wow. So I've been really mindful about messages that I want to put out in amongst the overwhelm and the anxiety with everything that has just gone on these last few weeks. I feel like personally oscillating so much between oh this is fine I can manage this no big deal it's not that different from my usual you know stay at home mum lifestyle which is now apparently called quarantine and so I can find jokes about it and then other times like I'm just so angry so overwhelmed so all the feelings and I feel like sometimes trying to connect and reach out and see what's happening in the world is actually just way too overwhelming and I want to shut the door because the space is very, very saturated with all sorts of messages and all sorts of things going on. Um, And I'm trying to be careful about my energy so that I can still support my clients and support my family and look after myself now that like life as we know it has kind of just taken a bit of a what on earth was that so as I said I've been mindful about what messages to put out because there is a lot of stuff out there already and what I definitely don't want to do is to contribute to people's overwhelm and offering up stuff like just out of a sense of having to do something because I'm seeing an awful lot of that too and I think whilst a lot of it is really well intended I think sometimes people are not necessarily thinking about the long term in terms of you know being able to consistently show up and keep offering stuff for people you have to plan it and you have to think about it at least that's how it is for me because my energy is not like endless so I really don't think I don't believe Having never navigated anything like this before, and none of us have, this is the thing, right? There's no grandma that you can talk to 
to say, well, Grandma, what did you do? How did you get through this? I mean, I haven't had grandparents, living grandparents, since I was about 13 anyway. So I think that's what a lot of us are, you know, also feeling is that there's nobody to turn to to sort of go, okay, talk us through it, you know? Where are the elders like supporting us through this? But I really don't feel that now is the time to introduce more stuff. And I kind of stick by the logic of, how the brain and the nervous system works in crisis mode. And we are in crisis mode. And a distressed brain does not retain new information. It doesn't learn new information very well. And so whilst I have seen like hordes of people going into the like, well-intended, you know, this is a time to go and do online courses and I'm going to like learn a new language and develop a skill and, you know, all of that awesome if that's what you want to do and you've got the energy to sustain yourself doing that but I just don't think now is the time for new routines and new information and new stuff I really think it's about going back to really 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 basic stuff so part of what I want to do as my contribution I suppose um, is thinking about like what what I know to be helpful for myself and for other people and it's really just a check-in because so many of you I know this week are dealing with the fact that work is already overwhelming and now you've got, you know, childcare to think about and the, you know, rage that is completely and utterly justified at workplaces and governments and people not following what they're supposed to be doing and not following common sense and you're already exhausted now you're more exhausted, you don't have masks, you don't have the equipment you need and I'm, yeah, supporting a couple of clients who work in healthcare um, through this at the moment and I just feel for you guys so much. So this is the, you're not alone, we're thinking of you, what you're doing is important and it matters. So let's go back to this idea of working towards like just getting your basic needs met each day. And what I wanted to share with you is just really what I've been doing, um, which is trying to bring in like just the elements, really, as simple as it sounds. So when you're distressed and you can't think of what to do for yourself, I kind of like to tend to go back to like earth, wind, fire, water and heart. (laughs) And yes, that is a Captain Planet (laughs) preference for those of you who um, watched that show in the 90s because, yeah, <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. Oh, jeez. Okay, so in terms of what I mean with connecting with each of those elements, you can make this as spiritual or as not spiritual as you want. It's just really basic human connecting, grounding things because I think when things are out of control, we look for things to control. And rather than trying to control things that you can't control, go for constants. Like the wind will always be there. The water will always be there. The earth will always be there so long as we keep looking after it. Like go for constants. So when I say thinking about earth, it's really getting your bare feet on the ground. If you have a garden, sticking your hands in the earth, like getting some connection to nature. And it might be that, yep, you live in an apartment and you don't have a garden and you're stuck, that's okay. There's still ways around that. You've just got to be creative. You know, we talk about making sensory tubs for little kids. Well, a lot of us are struggling with a very um, unsettled 
inner child at the moment because this situation, I know it definitely is for me, is bringing up lots of subconscious stuff about safety and am I going to be okay and what can I count on and all that kind of stuff, which is not just from our own childhood because, I mean, this is the thing, now is the time to really sit with this idea, I think, that I've spoken about before, which is that trauma stays in your DNA and it gets turned on or turned off by what's going on around you. So sometimes you might find yourself reacting to things, overreacting, if you want to call it that. I definitely know I have been. And you come away and you think, well, what was that about? Like, why did I just fly off the handle about that? And then remembering that your ancestors' DNA, so when you were inside your mother's body as an egg, and she was inside her mother's body, and what was going on at that time, war, famine, go back again, like a few generations, all those, you know, grandmother figures keep coming in a lot for me at the moment and thinking, yeah, that <sighs> terror, anxiety, adrenaline, scarcity, not knowing if, you know, husbands were going to come home from war, if there was going to be food on the table, like, you know, most of us don't have to look back that far in our family history and see things like babies who died of gastro and typhoid and you know things that babies shouldn't die of and how common it was to lose children um and definitely like in my family culture Scottish people of not that long ago generally only chose like 10 to 12 names for their children and so you know you see the horrific kind of what we I guess see as horrific is like it was so normal to lose your babies that then you just have another one and call that one John as well and so I know in my own family history, on, I mean, whatever side of the family, I can't remember which one it is, but there was um, an ancestor who had three babies in a row called John, and she just kept calling them John because each baby would die. And then it would be like until you got to like the first living son. So you think about all that stuff that's going on, and then that leads to survivor guilt and things aren't that bad and we're more connected than ever and all the stuff that you're going through that we're all going through that makes us feel guilt and anger and all those huge big emotions. Part of this is just trying to connect back to the constants that we've all had and planting your feet in the earth, planting your hands in the earth, even if it is just get yourself a tub of dried beans and stick your hands in them like kids do because doing stuff that makes your inner child happy is going to serve you well because I guess the long-winded way of what I was trying to explain there was that some of the stuff that's coming up for you isn't even your stuff. I know, right? How bizarre is that? But it's older generations of trauma that's stored in your DNA. Freaky, but it's a thing. So if you're overreacting to things and you're coming away and going, hmm, yeah, I'm tired, yeah, I'm stressed, yeah, I'm overwhelmed, but I'm not sure why I'm flying off the handle quite like that, consider A, the inner child stuff, what does this possibly remind you of subconsciously, times in your life where you felt scared or unsafe or uncertain? And if there's nothing there, consider the fact that some of your reactions are not even yours. This is just what's been triggered in your own DNA from traumas of the past. It'll all start <laughs> making sense, hopefully, once you sort of start the dust on some of these settles and you go, all right, yeah, what is mine? And what is other people's, which is why personally I'm being really mindful about social media and being careful about not absorbing too much of other people's 
stress and reactions because I've got to keep myself relatively grounded. So it might be in your house that you have a shell, pebbles, a feather, a leaf that you can pick up from outside, anything. Try, if you can, to make some connection with nature each day by just touching something from the earth. It's, you know, it could be as lush as going outside and standing on a lawn, you know, watch for dog poo and stuff <laughs> with your bare feet because grounding yourself into the earth really does help. But if it's that you pick up a leaf and you pick up a pebble and a couple of things from outside and just spend some time sitting and holding them in your hands, these are things that are constant that ideally, hopefully, will always be there and have always been there. So it connects you back to your ancestors, I suppose, in a way that when they were going through tough times, going back to the constants, going back to the basics, this is the stuff that I'm a big fan of. So fire, doing something as simple as lighting a candle and just sitting and watching it for a bit. That's something that our ancestors would have done. That's something that you hopefully still have access to. I think for women in particular, if you think about um, Chinese medicine and chi and energy flow, making sure that you're having something warm to eat and drink throughout the day. I mean, we're getting in Australia into autumn and winter anyway. Keeping your body warm and energized, that's a really easy way to bring in that fire element as well. Sitting and having a warm drink and actually letting yourself sit and enjoy it in a nice cup, like if preferable, sitting and having something that you actually enjoy, you know, putting your hands around the cup, noticing the steam, just practicing a couple of seconds, a minute if you can, of mindfulness of just sitting and sipping a warm drink, prioritizing, you know, having hot soups and stews and broths and things like that, just to give yourself some warmth and some energy will really help. And then on that note as well, like water, it can be, you know, really basic. Have I had a glass of water today? Don't make it about like now is the time I'm going to drink all my water and like I'm looking in front of me and I have one of those water bottles that has all the time marks on it for when you should be drinking what amount of water. And sometimes I follow it and sometimes I don't. But the idea is have you at least taken two minutes to sit down and have a glass of water? Or cry, have a bath, have a shower, bring in some element of water because water is really healing. And making sure that if you want to cry, you're finding some point in the day, night where you do cry. Let the tension out, let, you know, bring in that catharsis because it will really, really help. The wind element, breath. Breath is the constant thing that is with you. So long as you are alive, my friend, so now is the time to be making sure that you are at least, at least checking in with yourself and taking one deep breath a day. Let's do it together now. Like putting one hand on your chest if you're not driving, <laughs> one hand on your abdomen and you're just sitting and seeing if you can get the hand that's on your abdomen, on your belly, to go up and down. Just like if you watch a baby sleep, just like if you watch a dog or a cat snoozing, they're breathing from their belly, they're not breathing from their chest. So see if you can bring all of that down. 
And even if you're just checking in and making sure that you've taken one deep breath, obviously, yes, I want you to do more. Yes, it would be awesome to go away and learn some proper deep breathing exercises, go and do some breath work training, do something. But I think just as simple as checking in. And for a lot of the people that I've worked with over the years, as I've said, it might be pairing up with something that you're already doing. Every time you touch a door handle, check in with your breath, take a deep breath. Every time you go to the toilet, check in with your breath, take a deep breath. Making sure, in as much as possible, that you're just going back to constants. Things that you can count on. You are still breathing, you are still here. Check in with your breath. Um, and the heart one, the Captain Planet stuff, <laughs> I think. The self-love stuff, the gratitude, the self-compassion is really, really, really important. And having gratitude... Not just for like what else is going on in your life that's going well, but having gratitude and compassion for yourself for just getting through the day. That's all you have to aim for at the moment is like, I got through the day. Well done you. Like, don't be going and like getting, well this is my view, some people might find it helpful. Don't be going and getting sucked into like strict ideas of what your routine should look like and like a really, you know, what may seem like a simple self-care plan can actually get overwhelming. I would really prefer that you just do something that is so simple, so overly achievable that you can at least go to bed at night going, okay, I did that. And when I've been in like the absolute <laughs> depths of poor sleep and just feeling like all I want to do is go into bed and crash, the minimum you might aim for is glass of water with some vitamins, three things you can find to be grateful for, one if you can't manage three, and a deep breath, like most people can probably, probably manage that before they get into bed each night, you want to make it so basic, so achievable that you're getting it done, and now might be the time to just, you know, reinstill some really simple things that give you a sense of achievement and you can see that you've done something making your bed you know going back to the basics of drinking some water making your bed like and if you're overwhelmed again go back to the constants go back to the elements go back to things that you know will be true as long as the world is turning the sun will rise the sun will set look forward to those things you know, if you can possibly get outside in nature and see the birds don't have any idea what's going on. The bugs, the beetles, the spiders, the millipedes that are like all over my house and my property at the moment because it's that time of year, wriggling around, don't know, don't care. They're just going about their life. And so taking a couple of seconds to just remind yourself, but things are still carrying on. Nature is still existing. You are still existing. You're still alive. All you have to do is get through the day. And if you're doing that, you're doing a good job. Take the pressure off yourself to be doing and learning all these amazing things that you think you should be doing. It's similar to all the conversations that's happening about, you know, homeschooling and homeschooling versus schooling at home in crisis mode. Completely different things. Um... And whilst I won't get into that too much because it's deviating a bit, but I think it's a similar sort of thing. Like now is not the time to be panicking about your children's education and what they should be learning and what you should be doing for them. Just let them be. 
just let them be because everybody's nervous system is overloaded and an overloaded brain really all of us want to go back to our inner child happy place where we feel free and safe and like just enjoying the simple things so rules kind of have to go out the window a little bit routines are still good but think of them maybe as rhythms rather than routines a routine can really help you feel like you're in control if that helps fantastic but make it like the minimum really think about changing your expectations if you've been putting too many expectations on yourself just have to get through the day you're still living you're still breathing you're still here the sun will still come up the sun the sun will still set and that's about as much wisdom as i have <laughs> to impart other than letting you all know that i'm thinking of you constantly i'm constantly thinking about people who are there helping the birthing people and their babies and everything that's going on there um and i'm still taking people for counseling sessions coaching sessions whatever you want to call it i'm still here for support if you need it reach out i'm not on social media as much as i said i'm having to pull back to keep my energy where i need it to be and that's what i need to do so if i'm not about as much i'm still here you can absolutely still reach out just you know be really mindful of what you're consuming and I say that that's more advice to myself because the yeah desire to just get that hit of serotonin <laughs> and dopamine and GABA and all the other neurotransmitters from like the constant checking I know personally that's something I have to be really mindful of because the desire to just check in with everybody and see how they're going and wanting to not wanting to rescue everybody but just it's yeah it's very much my nature to keep my focus on other people and how they're going and that can implode on itself so I think again if you're someone who is really susceptible to other people's energy and other people's mindset and stuff just keep it really really manageable pull back if you need to everybody else is too worried about themselves and what they're doing anyway so i hopeful i hope that that's helpful um keep it really simple please keep it simple that's all you have to do do whatever suits you but that would be my that would be my golden nugget to share all right talk to you soon bye Take time to move today's conversation through your body. Get up, go for a walk, have a shower, dance in the kitchen, do something to shift any tension that might have come up. My Birth Trauma Training for Birth Workers course is a great place to start for further training in birth trauma. It's equal parts personal and professional development. You can enrol at any time and it's endorsed by the Australian College of Midwives for 16 points. The link is in the show notes and you can also head to Dr. Erin com.au now hope is a doing word my hope is that warm empathic intuitive workers will stay in birth but we need to do something take a big step and work on some of the fears that you have to stay in the helping and healing professions you do need your own help no one can self-improve in isolation and there's no perfect time you'll never be ready but do it anyway 
If you want to coach with me using the burn bright without burning out method that I've used with my own exhaustion, imposter fears and feeling overwhelmed, then let me help you. Let me help you to actually live a life so full of joy that you don't need to find escape from it. Reach out to me, drerin.com.au or at drerinbow on Instagram. Thank you for making time for yourself to feel uncomfortable and grow and learn. It's beautiful. I thank you so much for allowing me to speak my passions and do my soul work. Thank you.